Hey guys, and welcome to The Drop-Off, a daily podcast between father and son about life, sports, and everything in between. Today is Tuesday, so we will be doing a Halls of Hyde Park. So, right now, in the Halls of Hyde Park, the only thing people are really talking about is the Super Bowl. And even the teachers are talking about the Super Bowl in classes. Like Miss Houston, our journal question today was, what was your favorite Super Bowl commercial? So, basically everything's Super Bowl right now, but I don't know what it will be like today now that everyone's already talked about the Super Bowl. And Miss Houston gave us this, like, five-minute talk about how much she liked the Super Bowl. And Mr. Marshall told us how um, the Super Bowl this year was just... um, a football game um, in the middle of the Pepsi halftime show or with the the Pepsi halftime show was like the big thing that this year. So what did you write for your journal response of your favorite commercial? My favorite commercial was the Alexa mind reading. So that one was just really funny. How um, my favorite part was when she was when it was, um, remember to fake your death <laughs> on, um, when's the play? And then he, and then it goes March 18th or whatever. And then March 8th. And then it goes, Alexa. And then Alexa goes, set a reminder to, um, fake your death on March 8th. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a pretty good commercial. <clears throat> I feel like the Amazon Alexa commercials are pretty good. They had the last one, I think the one last year with Michael B. Jordan also. That was pretty funny. But Austin weather, people were like, does this mean that they're moving to Austin? Um, I think last year's was the one where it was the Austin weather and everyone was like, are they moving to Austin this year or something? About Amazon moving to Austin or having the headquarters here. Oh, really? I don't remember that part. I was the, thinking of the one where Michael B. Jordan was like basically reading for Alexa, like the voice that Alexa was reading on Amazon. This year, I like the Larry David commercial. So you you might not be familiar with who, who Larry David is, but he's a comedian, and he's really well known for a long time collaborating with Jerry Seinfeld on the Seinfeld Show, as well as having his own show um, called Curb Your Enthusiasm. And he's just like this kind of like neurotic old man. And this was the crypto commercial. I can't re- see. The sad thing is, there were so many crypto commercials that I can't re- even remember which one it was for, like which crypto company. But it was the one where he was like, they showed them like a long time ago and they were saying like, oh, you know, I made this new invention, the wheel. And he's like, nah, not going to work. Or he like complain about everything like the constitution or electricity and all this stuff. Like obviously the greatest inventions uh, that have contributed to human progress. And then he feels the same way about crypto. And so he's kind of a crypto denier which is implying that he's wrong, he's on the wrong side of history, and if you want to be on the right side of history, you better get with the crypto. Uh, So that was a really good commercial. Um, And overall, I thought, from beginning to end, uh, the commercials, the game, the halftime show, it was all pretty good. And so overall, I would give this Super Bowl maybe uh, 8 out of 10. What do you think? I'd give it an 8 out of 10, too, because I didn't really... I really liked the Super Bowl and everything, but I didn't really care for the teams that were playing in it. So if it was like the Patriots, it would be a 10 of 10, even if, even if they lost because they're the Patriots. So um, I might give this like a 7 out of 10 because I didn't really care for the teams. Yeah, so 
The only way that would have been, or what would have made a better saying is if the Patriots had been in the Super Bowl. Or like, and then, oh. or like any team I care about. What other teams do you care about? Maybe like the Cowboys, Packers a little. Oh, just basically the places that you've lived before. You're like, I have a little bit of a... We lived a year in Wisconsin. Born in Boston. Born in Boston. And now we live in Texas. What about the Houston Texans then? Well, the chances of them making it weren't very high at all. So, I mean, they have the number three pick. So, I, I don't really... I didn't really expect them to make it. So, they weren't even in the playoffs. So, Bright future Texans, though, with Davis Mills at quarterback. Let's go. Um, no, it's, it does seem like the Houston Texans have a really, really big rebuilding project. You ever heard of Mattress Mac in Houston? Yeah. What do you think about what he does? Um, I think it's cool, and um, doesn't he always like bet on the Astros to win the Super um, World Series? And he made, and then after, doesn't he give like after they win like one free mattress to everybody in Houston or something? I just thought that was really cool. Well, the way it worked, at least for the Super Bowl, was uh, so for a period of time, if you spend more than $3,000 and the Bengals, the underdog, win the Super Bowl, then you get your furniture for free. So, yeah, everybody's rooting for the Bengals. And so what he does is the, the way that he can afford to do this is he places a big bet on the ben- the Bengals as the underdog. And so I think he placed like two separate five basically five million dollar bets. And if he had won, he would have won like maybe sixteen million. And that would have covered all the money that he would have had to refund for the people buying furniture. So as it happened now he lost his ten million dollar bet, but nobody gets there. So in Houston basically you had a bunch of people cheering for the Bengals. So they so they have free furniture. So was it like he spent the money that he had like from everybody that bought the $3,000 worth of it, put it in the bet, and if he won, then he would just give all that money away, and then if he, um, okay, now I get it. I was like, did he just waste $10 million? I mean, I don't know how the exact numbers work out, and I don't know if it's like completely break even or if he's just saying like, you know what, it'll it'll help offset some of the money that we would lose, Uh, but he's kind of well known for doing stuff like this like you said with the Astros and things like that and so I think it gets people more excited about the Super Bowl and I uh, just feel sorry for those people out there who had a chance of getting some free furniture but hope you're hope you enjoy whatever furniture you bought hope you're enjoying it out there uh, for our listeners in Houston or other places where they might have gone I mean we, I guess we could have even gone to Houston and we could have <laughs> bought some furniture hoping that the Bengals would win as well We should just buy all our furniture from Mattress Mac and, like, wait until those, like, deals come out. I guess we could have done the same thing on a smaller scale, though. We could have bought the furniture and then placed, also placed a bet, right? That would have offset it. We could have bet on the Rams. Ooh. Yeah, that's true. That would be, like, uh, you would, like, make money either way, I guess, kind yeah. of? Exactly. All right. Well, any other chatter? Or like, what else are people talking about the Super Bowl? Are they talking mostly about the games, commercials, halftime shows. All, all pretty similar. Um, most people are just talking about um, maybe like shoes a lot still. I mean, I mean, like, what part of the game do people? Talk oh, about? um, 
everyone's talking about the halftime show. There's very mixed opinions about it. Some people say it's the worst ever. Some people say it's the best ever. I don't know. It's just... Well, the people say the worst ever. Which one? The people say the worst ever. Which one do they prefer above it? Um, people like the... Um, last year was the weekend, right? They like the year before that one. The Shakira? Yeah, that the was... Chilo? That was a um, favorite for some reason. That was... That was terrible. Oh my goodness. I cannot believe he is on the record for, of saying that. No, that was so inappropriate. Um, no, I, I, I'm, I'm pretty disappointed that that was his answer. And I would say, for I, I would understand why your classmates might not like this one so much because all the music was so old. Like these are, I think I mentioned this before, but these are guys who are super popular and kind of defining rap pop culture when I was your age, like in the 90s and 2000s. And so I would understand why maybe kids these days don't connect with it, but uh, these are the classics. A couple kids said they liked the one last year better with The weekend, yeah. And I like that one too a lot. Where he was like in that maze and yeah. <laughs> it was so confusing where he was like what he was doing and then like it was like sometimes closing up on, doing close-ups on him and it was like, almost gave you a seizure because it was so spastic uh yeah good times super bowl is always fun really fun to get out be with other people um got some neighbors who throw a great super bowl party almost every year and so that was a lot of fun to get to see people especially past couple years haven't done as many events like that and so the super bowl really is one of those times of the year that brings people together and it's just an excuse to get together and hang out and have fun so what else is going on in hyde park um nothing else is really going on in the halls of hyde park um, shoes, I guess people are, like, giving each other puzzles and, like, saying, I'll buy you shoes if you can solve it. Ooh. But he isn't going to pay out it. Who is this? I'm pretty sure. This kid named Davis. Is he the guy who also didn't, is he the guy who also didn't pay out for, uh, what was it earlier? Not, uh, making the A-team or whatever? Oh, no, that guy? No. Um, he said he, the friend, um ended up not wanting the shoes and he placed a bet he made the c team and he placed a bet with me that if he didn't make the eight um if he made the c team he'd give me a pair of jordans but he declined ever um doing that what what inspired the uh the puzzle making i think that's really cool i don't know this one kid was like if you can solve this riddle well these two kids i think have been fighting and he was like the first person to solve this riddle or whatever can get 200 bucks and um, my friend, this friend hired me to do it, and and he do said it. it'll pay me fifty dollars, so I'm gonna do it today. Fifty? Wait, you're gonna solve the riddle for him, and he's only gonna give you fifty bucks? That doesn't sound very fair. He solved one word so far. I don't want. Uh, I don't really need a hundred bucks. So, and it was him who was who was given the riddle. So I don't really care. I just want fifty bucks. Okay, that's a that's a nice that's nice of you to do that. The riddle. What is the riddle? Um, the riddle's really easy. It's in a different language, and all you have to do is decode it. So, it's pretty easy. Well, what language is it in? I found out that it's in Swahili. <laughs> so, what, are you just going to Google Translate? Yes. And then once you do translate it, then is it still in some sort of code, or is it just that that's the message? That's the message. 
okay, so why does your other friend need your help to do that? It seems like he would be able to do that himself. I don't know. It took him 30 minutes to solve one word, so. And it was a really easy word. It was mama. So how did you figure out that it was in Swahili? Um, well, I don't know. I just decoded it and then found out the language and now I have to figure out what it means. I mean, that's pretty amazing because I, I, I'll be honest, I, don't even, I wouldn't even know what Swahili looks like or um, even have a clue of kind of how to figure out that it is Swahili in the first place. So kudos to you for figuring that out, however you did it. You don't seem really aware of even how you did it, but it sounds like you're going to get some cash pretty soon. The thing is, I don't think he's paying out either, so. Hold it. I'm trying. Oh, sorry. Um, so what should we talk about now? If you want to, man, it's your podcast. Um, so right now in the world of basketball, um, we didn't really finish the trade deadline, but. That's true. We didn't finish the trade So. Any other trades um, you wanted to talk about? Did you want to talk, talk about, about the Chris Stapps one? Yes, we talked about that one. Oh, you we, said you wanted to talk about the Sabonis um, Halliburton one. Oh, yeah, we didn't talk about the Sabonis Halliburton one. But what I thought about the, of the Sabonis Halliburton one was I didn't really like it for the um, Kings at all. I mean, they were, like, saying, I'm not going to trade Tyrese Halliburton. And I was like, you should. And I was thinking you shouldn't trade Tyrese Halliburton. But they ended up trading him for DeMontis, DeMontis Sabonis, which I think was a terrible trade. And I think Buddy Heels would be worth something, and I don't think he's just a pure salary dump. And I think Tyrese Halliburton's a lot more valuable than Sabonis. So I think it was a terrible trade for the Kings. Yeah, I mean, what makes it, I think, most terrible, in my opinion, is there's there doesn't seem to be a plan. Right. It doesn't seem like, oh, we're rebuilding or what phase we're in. It just seems like they're doing all they can. They're mortgaging the future just to fight in for the play in the 10th seed, which they don't have a very good chance of getting. And so um, it's really short sighted, I think. And um, it's unfortunate if you're a Kings fan, but I guess that's that's how it is. Okay, are we late? It's Barnes, Sabonis, um, someone. Fox, Davion, Mitchell, Fox and Mitchell and Rashawn Holmes. Yeah. All right. Not good. Have a great day at school, buddy. I love you. Bye, Dad. Love you. See you later.